Welcome, interwebs, to the recording of episode 20. That's 20 for all you non-Spanish speaking folks out there in the in the interwebs. This is the 20th episode of Sis and Big Pops Culture. I am Big Pops, aka Todd Turner, also known as Mosaic Fan Art. And as I, always, my lovely co-host. <laughs> I interrupted you. Sorry about that, Dad. I am Sis, aka Hannah Joe, and together we are an adult daughter and father duo. And we dive into all things geek, nerd, and fandom. Every episode is rated E for everyone. family friendly we have quite a few things we're getting into today um we have some news about some movies and some media as per the usual. um dad has pulled some comic books for us from his stash this week that we're going to go over um we're going to talk about what we're binging dad i actually started watching something this week awesome i can't and wait to talk about it we are going to talk y'all we are going to talk about the best Cinderella movie ever today. We're going to talk about Roger and Hammerstein Cinderella. And we're going to talk about um, the first two issues where Black Panther is introduced. And we're going to end our episode off today with some WandaVision spoilers. That's right. But we won't get into those until toward the end. So mm-hmm. listen without worrying of spoiler. We are spoilage free. That sounds weird. Spoilage. Spoiler. So check the expiration date on that carton of milk, folks. Don't taste it or sniff it. Just dump it if it's past the expiration date. No matter how hard your wife wants you to smell it or sniff it or taste it, just dump it. <laughs> it ain't worth it. So anyway. Dad, I have a piece of news that I just found out today that I have to tell you this exact right. second. Go do it. Tell me. The Department of Truth yes? is coming to TV. No, Where? It's coming to TV. Oh, wait, I just said nowhere. No. No, (laughs) comma, where? So it hasn't been optioned yet for a place, but they are writing a script. Well, heck yeah, because it's fantastic. script is being written for it. I saw it on the Nerdy this morning. I'm going to pull it up. Department of Truth. the Nerdy. (laughs) Is that a really place called? Yeah, the Nerdy is where I get my nerd news from. Oh, cool. I get mine from geektyrant or superheroes.com. The Nerdy is where I live my life, man. The I'm Department already. of Truth is headed to television to expose all of the conspiracy theories to all of the world. James, ooh, Tinian? Yeah, Tiny Onion. Uh, James Tinian, IV comic book, The Department of Truth is headed to IV, television screens. It's James Tinian the fourth. You just said IV. Roman, <laughs> Roman numerals are hard. Oh, no. <laughs> Love it. Ooh, okay. Hey, um, James Tinian the fourth's comic book, The Department of Truth, is headed to... T- Television screens, Elizabeth Murdoch, Stacey Snyder, and Jane Featherstone have picked up the rights via their sister production banner, um, Tyrion, who currently writes the Batman series for DC, is co-writing. So you would think that that might end up on HBO Max then, mm-hmm. wouldn't you? With that. <clears throat> Here's another bit of news. that Well, I'm excited about that because I, I think Department of Truth was one of my favorite uh, news series of last year. And it was excellent, and I think it would be a great TV show. Yeah. Like, and I, I really think it would be an interesting, like, fun, like, kind of Blacklist-esque TV show. I, um, yeah, it'll definitely be for the adultages. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. For sure, I'm for sure. I'm using a lot of ages today. The um, Another sh- uh, show that got picked up is Tim Burton's live-action Adams Family. That was also on my list. Oh, I stole some of your news. You Sorry. Okay. But Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. And it's not... It's, so you said Adams, but it's not the entire family. It's focusing on Wednesday. It's called Wednesday, I think. Really? And she... So it's a live-action... No, I it's saw a, that. I saw a Wednesday thing, but then I thought there was something else, too. I could be wrong. I, what, I, what I have read is that it's an eight-part live-action miniseries directed by Tim Burton, the first time okay, Tim well Burton's then. ever done anything for screen, uh, for TV. TV. He's only ever done movies. And that she's a spy at a school. It sounds an awful lot like the Umbrella Academy type I, It feels like that. It feels like weird Which, Nancy Drew. Hog, Hogwarts versus weird Nancy Umbrella Drew. Academy versus, yeah, weird Nancy Drew. Well... I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I I like Wednesday Adams. I think she's fun. Um, I really like um, her. Some people, you either love or hate Tim Burton. So I I like Tim Burton, although um, I'm not a fan of uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, but (laughs) we talked about that, right? (laughs) You don't. You don't like Nightmare Before Christmas. mm -mm. You did not like that at all. I do like Tim Burton. I have a lot of Tim Burton tie-in type stuff today. We could go down the Tim Burton rabbit hole in just news. Take some more news then, Dad. Because those are other than the Cruella commercial. Which we'll talk about. That's all all the news that I have. Um, So Tim Burton um, directed the 1989 Batman movie, um, which was the first Batman with uh, Jack Nicholson as the Joker and which was a good movie. Fantastic. And so DC is creating a digital only comic book series. That takes place right after Batman 89 and Superman 78. So the original Christopher Reeves movie. Okay. So they're going to have comic books come out digital only that That's follow. Cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Except for the fact that I don't, I don't, you don't like digital, digital comic comics. Books. And we'll talk about that when we get there because we, I purchased my first ever digital comic. Digital comic book set today. Yeah. This week. And um, yeah, it's, we'll talk about it. Okay. Um, so Fair. I thought that was interesting. Also, do you know who does all of Tim Burton's music? The guy's no, name I'm is shaking my Danny, head Danny Elfman. Yes, he does, because he sang. He didn't sing. He did sing. Yes, he was the singing voice. He was the singing of voice Jack of Jack Skellington. Yeah, Jack he was also the Nightmare King. That's he's also the lead him. singer of Oingo Boingo. Yes, I need. It's that. a dead man's party. Who could ask for more? Anyway, <laughs> uh, dead man's uh, leave your body at the door. He will be doing the score for. What Marvel movie do you think Danny Elfman's music would be great in an upcoming the new Marvel Thor. movie? No. Uh, Doctor the, Strange that's and what the was, Multiverse That was my second guess. That was my second guess. Okay. Yeah. So he's going to be doing the score for that. So I think that would be fantastic. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. So those are my Danny Elfman tie-ins. Um, so we watched three new trailers. Three trailers. Uh, One of them I had already watched. I had already watched Cruella, and that was already on my list before you. Okay, said it well, to let's me. talk about Cruella. So, don't Cruella know. is a Disney. It's going to be PG thirteen. How in the I, world? The, okay, you ready for the funny part of it? Yeah. There was a warning on the trailer on Disney that said uh, cigarette smoking was the warning. Not the not. Which is one of funny because one of the uh, girls in my small group was like, she thought it was funny that they put that warning on there, not dog killer. 
You know, I don't, she, this is a girl who goes after dogs, man. Puppies. And, but we're worried about adults smoking. Well, they have children, like those little like smoking. things that pop up yes. now on like you. the Disney Plus. Like, this was created in this time. This is not yes. what we think anymore. Right, right. So, but this wasn't. This is created now. Mm. Um, so, what do you think? It feels Joker esque. That's to what me. somebody else had said. It's like joke, yeah. The uh, Todd Phillips Joker, which mm-hmm. is the um, the one that just came out. Yeah, um, it's, it's not going to be that it, creepy. It, I don't think it's going to be that creepy, but I also think that that's what they're doing to this character. Gotcha. Like you know, what I, I mean? like it doesn't think, feel like like when I think of Cruella, I think of the I think of Glenn the, Close, the OG animation, and Glenn Close. Oh, Glenn no, I think Close, of Glenn Close, and she was silly. She was silly. She was just but silly. Still a little bit, still a little yeah. strange, and a little like, oh no, like you can't be so they okay basically and want to us, kill puppies. Yeah, but I think this person they actually want us to root for Cruella. Now, the only good thing that I really am excited about is the cast. I think Emma Stone and Emma Thompson, the double Emma Times Squared. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've heard speculation that the original Cruella is Emma Thompson. And then Emma Stone, like, takes her place. Oh, really? Like, this is a new... Nah, really? No, like... Like, like this is Cruella p- part due? No, like, like the cruel... like gotcha. the uh, cruel like, devil. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Emma Stone is like, hello, it's me now. Yeah. Like, that kind of it vibe. It looks a little creepy for a, I'm not mar- here for a Disney it. movie. I'm going to watch movie. it, it looks- because Emma Stone is a phenomenal actress. She is such a good actress. My favorite thing she ever did was the rap battle with the J- Jimmy. Uh, the, do you know the reason why you enjoyed it? It's because she was acting so well. That's true too. No, she was straight up singing that song. I know, but have the you never sang a song and acted, Dad? I know you have. I know you've I'm sang not, a song I'm not and even acted doing it right before. now. Never. False. That's something that's totally against everything I believe in. That's a lie. <laughs> it is false. All right, so that's that was the first trailer. Another trailer we watched. Oh, man. Um, was a red band trailer. For those of you who don't know what that means, you shouldn't watch red band trailers at work. Now, a red band trailer is for is it's basically rated R. It means R. it's the rated R trailer. Because Correct. when you when you go watch a movie and like if you go watch a PG-13 movie or something like that and you're sitting there watching trailers and the screen goes red before it would never go red a in a PG-13 movie. No, it has before. I've watched... There's been a rated no. R commercial in a PG-13 movie before when I went and they, saw Knives Out. But it was it was for a rated R movie, but it wasn't a rated R trailer. They cannot show... They can't show anything in oh, a movie maybe theater. Maybe I'm thinking wrong. Maybe this was like yes. when I went and saw the new Suicide Squad movie. Like Which they can. Because if, if someone is there to see a rated R movie, they can they show can a rated show. R trailer. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Ooh. Bonk. So... Um, Sorry, my bad. Yeah, so this I is a you. red band trailer, which means for adults only, which means they can show anything that's in the movie. So if it's a rated R movie, so you sh- you they're squirty. Watch blood. it at your own risk, right? This one says the big bad word once at the end of the missed trailer. that missed it. I heard, I heard. Finish him. Okay, we didn't even tell him what we watched. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we watched the Red Band trailer for Mortal Kombat, which is supposed to be coming out. And I think it's coming out on HBO Max. It's coming out on HBO Max, man. Like it's in coming April. out in like a couple months. Like it's yes. not a long time from now. Listen, I think this I don't is know in a couple months. Not, but before you were born, 
So this okay. is okay. 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 Okay, know, okay. 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 Well, after I would get off of work at Walmart, this is back when there were still console video games out in the as no. you come in and out of the store. There would be kids there who were like really good at video games. Oh yeah, and man. they would be sitting there playing with Mortal line. Kombat. Yes, and I would just sit there and watch them play That's Mortal so Kombat. Fun. Um, they had friendship fatalities and then fatalities and and whatever. But, I am so confused about all of it. Yeah, basically, it's just a video game where you would fight each other. And you would well, have they've powers. like given lore to this now. Yes, mm-hmm. and here for some lore, here for some world building and some like lore to be a part of it. Like a hundred ten out of ten mm-hmm. there for that. The guy with the with the who 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 didn't have arms but then did have arms. Jax. Oh, yes, that was dope. Yeah, that was so cool. That was rad, I mean, man. He has like robot arms. Oh, that was so, so cool. And the I ice actually guy is creepy. Yeah, Sub Zero. Oh, I sent a see? meme out that said that Sub Zero wins when it was so cold and everybody was icing over. That's but that funny. was bad. Uh, yeah. Tyler R is like Mortal Kombat with like all yeah. caps, like ton of exclamation points. I am. I'm actually more excited to see this than Cruella. Uh, same. But it'll be something that I have to watch. Um, your mom won't want to watch this movie. Well, well, so, is it coming out on my birthday? Maybe we could watch April it. April 16th, I think. Oh, never mind then. So, but we can do a watch party. We could do a watch party. Heck yeah. Woo. So the last trailer... Um, this was cool, Dad. ...watched is called Playing With Power, the Nintendo Story. It's a five-part limited series, apparently. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been able to find out on what platform it's coming out. I'm sure uh, it's, it's out there. It's, it starts with a C. It said it at the very end. Like CBS All Access? No, like a, like one that I've never heard of before in my entire life. Okay, Cocoa Puffs? I'm going to Google it while you continue to talk I'm about Cocoa what it Cocoa is. I'm Cocoa for Cocoa Puffs. The cool thing is it's um, narrated by our favorite uh, Hobbit, <gasps> Sean oh. Astin. And um, it basically talks about the beginning of Nintendo and how it came to be and then how it struggled. And um, mm-hmm. it's called Playing With Power, the Nintendo Story. Uh, I... I really, this looks pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. Us, we are a Nintendo family. But we are. Basically, uh, like I've had all of Hannah, the consoles. Hannah and um, Miriam aren't really big into video games. I would like as to a pause. child. I, no, as you a child. bought me all of them as a child. I had yeah, the original, you, I had the green, the green, like stood up straight, had the thick cartridge that went in. And then I had the red one that flipped open and the little cartridge went in. And then I had a DS, that a red one that flipped up. I can I can grab it. I have my I DS still. I trust you. So I'm just we, saying, I was here for it. And then okay. Nathan was more here for it than I was. That's true. And so that's, that's what we remember because we, he was more here for it. We gravitated towards Nintendo because I thought it was not as violent, to be honest mm. with you. It didn't have as much mature um, stuff, and that's why we did that. But um, this this movie looks very interesting. It it talks about the struggles they had and how they took what they had for granted. And um, you know, I, I'm here. It's a Mario Crackle. Crackle's free. I think you can. We can watch stuff on Crackle for can freeze. We? I'm pretty darn sure. I have the Crackle app. Okay, well, <laughs> it's, for, it's for free I got on the Crackle. crackle app. It's on Crackle. <laughs> the, cra- the Crackle app. It sounds bad. I, I'm really excited about it. It I really like like what you said. I really enjoy. Um, like I have a couple games that I like to play on my DS still. Um, I got a Nintendo Switch 
for my birthday, kind of, for my birthday. You did. I got yeah. it for, I mean, it wasn't on Animal my birthday. Animal Crossing. But I got it for my birthday. And then I got Animal Crossing, and I have Link, Link's Awakening, and I play that. Okay. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I, I think it will be interesting to see, because it seems like, like oftentimes when you like watch those types of documentaries, at least what I've noticed is that it's like very one-sided. And it's like, oh. This doesn't look one-sided. It, it doesn't, looks like because, which is what I'm excited they about. They interviewed somebody who like works for X- Xbox, I thought. Mm-hmm. I thought I saw that on the thing. So or, I think that they're going to talk about like how it was a monopoly in gaming and then it wasn't and then what that did for Nintendo and like how they've differentiated themselves from other games. I don't know that you would consider that a monopoly like or that. the fact that nobody else thought about doing it. I mean, Isn't they took away, they took what Atari, I don't know. Uh, maybe they did. Who knows? Did you well, see that um, they cast the first Latino Supergirl? I did, I think. Her name, I don't know. It's called Sasha Calais. She's going to be Supergirl in the Flash movie. Cool. I don't know who she is, but apparently she got a daytime enemy for being in The Young and the Restless. Oh, cool. I've I never watched am- that show. I've heard it was good, though. Like, I've heard the good Young things about that show. The Young and the Restless is a soap opera. Oh, then never mind. Yeah, that isn't what you want to watch. <laughs> no. What did I, I hear a- about Restless? I don't know, but Young and the Restless is about soap opera. It's one of those things that when it comes on where I work, I have to turn the channel. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about at this point. Carry on. Two more things, but mm. I want to get through them really quick. Okay, um, fast. E- Edgar Wright, the guy who directed um, Shaun of the Dead uh, and Hot We Buzz stand. We stand at World's and, End. And uh, uh, is directing a remake of Stephen King's movie, The Running Man, which starred... Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the day, which you've never seen. No. Um, it's the, the, the funny thing was, is in the original movie, they took Richard Dawson, who was the, look at this light on my nose if you're watching live. Um, Richard Dawson, who was the host of Family Feud and made him the villain in The Running Man. Great. I love the movie. It, I, great. I say great because it has good memories. I'm sure it's not a great movie, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, so basically what happens is that if you're uh, tried and of like some crime, you can either do the time or be part of this game show where you have to run through these series of challenges, basically Pass. people trying to kill you. And if Pass. you get to the end, you win paradise. But you come to find out that's not true. Everybody ends up dying. at They get killed at the end. It's but, like Logan's Run or something like that. You just well, go up into the, the sky and get zapped. No, they actually you're like trying to get to the end of the game, and if you get to the end alive, you get your freedom. Um, and you fight all these different warriors, and the people can choose. Like the people watching the game show can choose like who they want to fight to try to kill the guy. Hate and, it. Um, yeah, it was pretty. It was it was a fun movie. Um, back to so, Young and the Restless. Yes, we got a comment. Uh, ben H. Uh-huh. Used to watch that with his grandma. True story. Well, I used to watch um, like sands through the hourglass, G- gas, hourglass. <laughs> so are the days of our lives. Yes, we all watched. We, my generation, we all watched soap operas with our grandmas. Just the way no. it was. Nope. Yeah. Cool. I went over to Mimi's house and we watched Total Drama Island on Cartoon Network when she made me hot chocolate. That's because she didn't watch soap operas. Yeah. No. She and then one last thing. Um, in Fantastic Four 32, we're on issue 29 right now. The mm. Bride of Doom. Dr. Doom's getting a bride. He's getting... I'm did just, he... 
Did he create her? No, I don't okay, think so. Okay, good. That would be, I don't know. Who knows? Because you said the bride of, and anytime someone says the bride of, I'm like, oh no. Mm-hmm. Somebody made her. Nope. Nope. Okay. That's it. Nerd news. So, Dad. Yes. I've binged a couple things. Okay. What have you been watching? Did you finish What's Its Face? No. Okay. I'm on the last season. I have like 10 more episodes. I said Watch Its Face, but nobody else on the internet. I know. I'm getting ready to say it. I'm, okay. I have like 10 more episodes of Big Bang Theory left. Gotcha. And I don't want it to be over, and so I've stopped watching it. Okay. I will go I gotcha. back to it in a little bit. I totally agree with that. I yes. do it all the time. So... Yes, last time we recorded, we recorded in the after, we record early afternoon. Mm -hmm. Um, I went over to one of my pal's house. It was Valentine's Day, and we watched all of the two, all of the boys I loved before movies. You know, that popped up on my list. One right after the other. You're welcome. It was me. (laughs) (laughs) I did that. Nice. I watched all the, I watched all three of them. I started, so I love TikTok. Um, as you're well aware. Um, and there have been like, I keep getting these like weird little, I keep getting these like videos of these college humor people, um, playing a Dungeons and Dragons game. And this guy, the DM or the GM who, whatever you would game master or the dungeon master, whatever it is that you call um, your preference. I I like DM better too. Mm -hmm. Um, his name is Brennan, and he does a phenomenal job with storytelling and with lore and with all of these voices, and it's so much fun. And there's the Okay, is this going to tie into all these boys I've hated before or whatever? No, I was just telling you that I watched all of them. Oh, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. I've changed subjects now. Okay, I, I totally missed it. So this is something else you're binging. What's this This is on? something else I'm binging. YouTube, this is on TikTok. YouTube. It's on, okay, I gotcha. saw it on TikTok, and then I was like, I should check this out. It looks, looks like it's called Dimension 20. I'll just Google it. I'm sure I'll find something. Gotcha. And all of the... I'm, I'm watching through the Fantasy High um, one right now, and it's these freshmen who've created a, an adventuring party and are getting into hijinks and are going... To this adventuring school to learn how so to. So, is this real heroes. people? Yeah, these are real people like playing in Dungeons and Dragons game, and they're all college, um, like college dropout, like hosts. Like college dropout is a comedy troupe. Um, okay, gotcha. And they do. I thought you meant literally. They were, okay. No, college gotcha. dropout is this thing on YouTube, and they do like no, not college dropout. It's college, college humor, humor, and yes. it's dropout TV is gotcha. where it's streamed on. Understood. So and the name of it is called Dimension Twenty. Dimension Twenty. And so they've they are doing they did this run in 2018, and that's what I'm watching right now called Fantasy High, and it's hysterical. It is for grownups. It is for grownups, and it is funny. See, it's like funny. Laugh out loud, kind of like I'm cackling there's this guy whose name's fabian seacaster um the guy who plays him is his actual name is lou and he his dad is like a squash a swashbuckler and he's like papa dad i love you papa like that's how he talks to his dad (laughs) he talks in real life it's just so good i'm just i giggle at it like i just see that's funny because i I told you about that stuff of legends that i watched on youtube yeah yeah it's it is funny watching people. I guess it depends on the campaign because I've watched Critical Role and Critical Role is funny, but Critical Role is serious. Yeah, like they. Right. It is That's what I listen to. Stuff. Is that the podcast I listen to? 
Would Johnny be good lightly or whatever? No, that's join the party. That's a podcast. Join the party. So that's Critical Role is another thing that you can watch on YouTube. Wait a minute. That's the that's comic the book one. I had. Yeah, that's a comic book you had. Gotcha. On Free yeah. Comic Book Day last year, I got a Critical Role. Yeah, yeah, I could see where that could be very serious. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's they're still really funny and they exactly. get into some hijinks. Well, but, but it, Dimension 20 is pretty much just funny. I got you. Yeah. So far, at least. That's funny. Yeah. That's cool. I'm really enjoying it. I'm on episode six. And that's on YouTube for our Mm -hmm. adult Mm -hmm. Well, I am going back through all the um, DC movies. So. Why? Well, I'm just getting ready for the Snyder Cut. And I wanted to give them another chance. Fair, 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 fair. And I'm here to tell you now that the Batman Superman Dawn of Justice movie that is out on HBO Max is like an extended version. Mm -hmm. It is a hundred times better than the original movie. Hmm. Actually, I think if they would have done that movie instead... Now, granted, it's like three and a half hours long. It's we much love, longer. Uh, they make those I kinds know. of movies, though, and make money off of them. Lord of the Rings, my dude. Yes. Um, you get better character development. You see more the way... I believe it was intended to be portrayed. Here, you know, a lot of people gave them down the road because it was dark. Yes, it's dark. But if you're going to go that way, just stick with it and don't try to do add it. the humor, which is what I'm hoping that when we get this Snyder cut, that that's what we get. Because yeah. I went, I watched that, which I thought was fantastic. And then I watched the Justice League, which then again Awful. is terrible. Awful. My issue with it is the forced humor in it. Just I thought the Flash character was good and funny. I couldn't stand him. Oh, I thought he was phenomenal. I don't no. think that they used him well. No. But I, his character like was cool. I, you and I can disagree with this till the cows come home. Because I, that actor I thought he is, was the... I'm not saying anything really about cool. the actor. It is poorly... The Flash is not... Oh, I need friends. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm I know nothing over about my own Flash. Feet. Uh, uh. Uh, no, that, that's the whole thing I didn't much care for. The just forcing little humor things in there and then Batman trying to be funny. I mean, Batman's not I don't funny. know. Batman's not funny. He can be in, in certain aspects, but uh, I don't know. So anyway, I'm on, I just finished suicide squad last night. Mm-hmm. All my friends, what's that song? What no, all my, all my friends, friends are heathens. Heathens. Yes, by that, uh, the, 21 pilots. That's at the end of the of the movie, so yes. I love the movie. I started so laughing out much. loud when um, Will Smith's character was trying to explain how to find a hypothesis hypotenuse to his daughter by, and she said, "So if you're up on the top of the building, and the guy down there, you want to shoot, and then you angle, is he's that the like, hypotenuse?" He's like, he's like "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I mean, but you gotta in take real other life, things in consideration, in, like in real life, like you got to keep air going. velocity, like wind speed, speed and, and the weight of the bullet, and uh, yeah, that's so funny. So, um, yeah, I'm back to rewatching them, and I actually like the Superman movie better, mm. and the Batman Dawn of Justice Superman movie a whole lot better. Uh, Justice League is still horrible. And, um, and Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad is the is, best DC movie is, you've ever seen. No, it is, what you, it is what you expect. It is just candy. All right. Uh, it's phenomenal candy. No, it's Like not. Sour Patch Kids, man. Yeah, Sour Patch Kids, right. It's sweet and sour at the same time. And you get raw jaw if you eat too many of them. Daddy! You you do. That sugar coating is just rough. Yeah, you're right. I'm with you. So anyway, that's what I'm binging. uh, What are you, um, what'd you pull for us this week? 
Well, I had so many comic books I want to talk about, and it's really bugging me because I have to narrow it down. So, um, where how many did you pick for us to talk about I, then? I have a bunch, but we're not going to do that. <laughs> I'm just going to hit on some <laughs> minor points. Okay? okay, minor minor points. Lots of comics. So, first of all, King in Black is is coming to an end. Um, you come to find out that the Null, which is the the villain, is like the ultimate darkness, and the light is what's going to fight him. And there was a character that they introduced ages ago called um, called Captain Universe. So if anybody wants to look him up, I'm giving away, this is, this is it. So I'm giving it away. Captain Universe was like a entity that would give his power or her power to one individual mm. for a period of time and then it would disappear. Then it would go somewhere else, whatever. Kind and he of- was like, it was like all blue, half blue, half white with stars, white stars. Weird, so, okay. But you come to find out that at the end of this book that Eddie Brock, they call it the Enigma Force, but you come to find out it's really Captain Universe. So he's getting Captain Universe's power to fight the darkness. So it looked, that I like. That That's was cool, cool though. Another Eddie Brock, issue Sandman? Is, no, 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 Venom. Oh, okay, Which yeah, I, you're right. You, you're right, you're right, you're right. Oh, yeah. I see. Hey, hey, Venom, what up? Yes. Explain because this is an auditory medium, but we're on a oh, yeah. Sorry, dad. Um, <laughs> we're filming live on Facebook, and I have a venom mosaic in the background. He does, he made um, some symbiote mosaics. He has a carnage mm-hmm. and he has um, a venom, venom, and I'm working on antivenom. You are so, um, Donnie Cates and his run on Thor just got crazy big. So, um, what happened? Remember, we talked about Thor being separated from Donald Blake. Yes. And Donald Blake is going around and trying to knock off all the people who ever had the power of Thor to gain their power. Beta so, Ray Bill? Uh, he already messed around with Beta Ray Bill. Oh, but no, Beta Ray not, Bill. No, it's going to be cool because Beta Ray Bill's getting his own comic book coming out. <gasps> Dope. And it's going to be written and drawn by the same dude who did Wonder Woman Dead Earth that I loved. You, you know, that, no, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so, um, but this book opens up with him fighting. Back in the 80s, uh, Thor Sif. was turned into a frog. Throg. He's fighting and, a frog. And Donald Blake is fighting the Thor frog. That is but hysterical. he's utilizing a character from the Inhumans called Lockjaw, which is a giant dog that has the ability to teleport all over the place. Mm-hmm. So it's this giant dog and frog looking like Thor battling Donald Blake. And it, um, they're like, they finally capture Donald Blake. They take him to a doctor. Guess who they take him to? Uh, Dr. Thor. Strange. <gasps> and he... Like beats the snot out of Doctor Strange. Then they take him to um, Jane Foster, who is a Valkyrie now, like a Valkyrie oh, slash dope. Thor. She has the power of Thor. Dope. And she ends up leaving and going to this bar at the end of the universe type deal and says um, at the end, um, listen, it's time for you to knock it off. Quit acting like you're dead. You need to take care of some business. It's time to clean up your mess, Odin. So Odin's not dead after all. He's just like some He's old, just chilling at a bar yeah, as he like would. A, yeah, with his with a crew cut and a big long beard and an eye patch. Oh my goodness. So gracious. I'm really stoked for this. So that was that issue. That's so fun. Um that, I read a new book today by Boom uh, this week by Boom Studios, although it says it's by Kaboom. Kaboom. Um, Called Orcs. I like and Orcs. And it is sort of like, you know, 
instead of let's look at how the elves or the hobbits or dwarves are dealing with everything, let's make the orcs, let's have feelings for the orcs. So yeah. the orcs are, it is really pretty good book. Um, it is sort of um, silly. Um, it looks I mean, like you would it could expect. be for younger audience. Um, I was going to say, I wonder if Kaboom, is there more like child friendly, like rebrand? Could be. It doesn't like really tell me what age is appropriate for this. I would say uh, middle school kids could read this. It's funny. Um, they go into an elf uh, land and the one elf is like, uh, you know, like the green or whatever. And the one elf is like, thou hast they comest. And, and the other elf's like, why are you talking like that? You know, he's like talking like you would think elves would talk. And the other elf's like, you don't have to do it. He goes, we have to go battle them. And they're like, no, they're, they're in the land of the, there's like these squirrels that are so angry. This one squirrel actually destroyed another squirrel to take over the squirrel power. Angry and squirrels. They are, they are batter, battling the orcs. Um, so yeah. It That's funny. really fun. And um, I'm going to continue reading it. It's called Orcs. It's put out by Kaboom Studio. Issue one just came out. It's created by Christine Larson, written and illustrated by the same uh, lady, Christine Larson. So, yeah, uh, I'm for it. I'm going to show Hannah a brief picture of the cover. It looks really They fun. look like, that one guy kind of looks like a pig. I will put picture up in the, in the notes. Um, the uh, DC Future State's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. And That's what um, you said. I, I read the last book of Catwoman where she was trying to steal, rob a train that had Batman on it. Uh-oh. And um, yeah, that had a good ending. I also uh, finished Nightwing. We talked about it briefly. Mm-hmm. That was the issue where Nightwing and the new Batman, where Nightwing allowed the magistrate to find out where he was mm-hmm. so they could battle him. And um, all of the Bat family comes and they destroy uh, the magistrate. So <gasps> it was a good book. I like awesome. Nightwing and the Catwoman book. Those are the my two faves from that. Um. Another books that I don't that people should be reading right now if they're not is Iron Man, which is actually on issue six. Didn't we talk and, about um, that last week? I don't know if we did. We talked about Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Iron Heart. Yeah. yeah, Iron Fist. Iron Heart is it was Iron Fist. Okay, but and we did talk about Iron Heart. There was a female who's going to be joining. New um, nope. In no the DC, young. Uh, no, the Marvel Universe thingy. They're going to have her Young Avengers. That's what Iron it Heart. is. Yeah. Oh, well, woo, buddy. My brain just went. Blah, blah, blah. We went all over, didn't we? Okay, the Iron Man comic book is fantastic. If anybody, it's got, it's well-written. Um, the story is interesting. Um, I definitely give it two thumbs up. People should read it. And um, I talked briefly about the Guardians of the Galaxy being so good. Um, now that Peter Quill's back and he has the power of all the Olympian gods, the Olympian gods have shown up Uh-oh. and they're going to do battle. Um yeah. They so, want their powers back, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really digging Iron Man. It's really good. He's basically, he, he's not the pompous jerk. Um, he's got a, a ragtag group of C-level uh, superheroes helping That's him. so cool. And um, yeah, it is and it isn't. He, I don't know. They feel like they're almost expendable. Like, so, but, oh, we don't like yeah. that. No, we don't like that. Dad, I remembered something that I watched. What? I watched this thing on Disney Plus called Marvel 616. Oh, I saw that. Did you watch the whole thing? I did not watch the whole thing. I watched Do you know what Marvel one? 616 is? No. That is the Prime Earth. We are where all we the, are pri- the regular superheroes of Marvel take place is Earth okay. 616. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Okay. 
I watched, so it's like a documentary series of different aspects of Marvel. I watched two episodes. I watched an episode about um, cosplayers who cosplay uh, Marvel costumes. Mm -hmm. And then I watched one about female creators in um, like comic book creators in the Marvel um, comics. So cool. Some like the women, the woman who created Power Pack, like she was interviewed. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't remember her unless it was Louise Simonson. I don't know. Or Anne Nacenti. I don't remember their names, but it was the artist. And I love Power Pack. I collected every issue as it, when I was um, collecting comic books in the 80s. Yeah. I had every issue of Power Pack. And it was really interesting. They talked a lot about how it used to be that girls and boys would both buy all of these comics. And like in the 20s and 30s that there were like female superheroes like who went and like did like Miss Fury was a famous one in the 20s and 30s and how she went and like did all of these different things. Um, but... Um, because of the Great Depression and um, some other things when uh, World War II ended that um, that kind of left. But also, but like how women were still doing work in um, Marvel Comics and then how um, what they're doing now. Um, so they talked about um, it, the episode I watched was called Higher, Further, Faster. And it was about cool. the woman who's in charge now of like who edits for all of the Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel. Gotcha. The line that cracked me up was that they were doing a revamp of Captain Marvel and they were making her um, like what we think about Captain Marvel now. And what the guy said was, well, if we're going to do that, we need to put her in pants. (laughs) Why is that? Because she like, they put her in pants and she was Mm -hmm. no longer wearing high heeled shoes. So she's wearing boots now. And she's got pants gotcha. because before that she was wearing heels. Dancing cheek to cheek and pants to pants. And I just thought that that was really interesting. It was, it was really cool. cool. It was cool for me. I forgot that I had even watched it. Yeah, but I you could it. still wear cool boots with pants. I'm, no, I'm just saying. I just thought that that was really mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Who in the world can battle in high heels? That seems crazy. Anyway. I, not me. I mean, if you can, you got your way to go. Killing I the game. I couldn't do it. Killing I the know, game, my killing dudes. The game. I know it. Well, that's it for my comics. I could talk oh. about comics all day long, but yeah, then it would could. take forever. So I don't want to do that. We love that, though. I know. So um, go ahead. We, we watched. We watched Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella from 1997. From 1997, if you, it's on Disney Plus. Um, it has so many awesome famous people in it. Brandy's in it. Whitney Houston is in it. Whoopi Goldberg is in it. Big Daddy Warbucks is in it. Don't know his actual Victor Graber. name. Victor Graber. <laughs> That's hilarious. Don't Victor know. Graber. Jason Alexander from Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Some guy who plays the prince. Who his I, last I don't know his Montalban, but I don't. I'm, I don't know that he's been anything. In. I don't. I don't know. If Let me give been... you a little bit of history on this. Okay, Are you ready bring for it on. History. Yeah. So, um, this and night there was a movie. I can't remember what it was called. Gypsy, maybe that came out. But anyway, in 1993, Whitney Houston wanted to. Sorry, Bernadette Peters. Yes, she's in it. Fantastic. In 1993, Whitney Houston wanted to do Cinderella and 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 uh, offered it to CBS. She wanted to be Cinderella, um, but it took them so long to get around to it that she was. Was she too old? Well, no. Here's the deal. In 1997, ABC decided we're going to revamp our wonderful world of Disney. 
because they used to put that on when I was a kid. We would watch mm-hmm. Wonderful World of Disney after Mutual of Omaha's Hall's Wild Kingdom. I don't know, Lawrence Welk and something else anyway. But their Wonderful World of Disney was on on Sunday nights. So they mm-hmm. wanted to revamp that. So in order to do that, they wanted to really do a big kickoff. So somebody said, hey, Whitney Houston's been wanting to do a Cinderella movie. So they, they said, Whitney, yes. you want to do this? She goes, yeah, but I'm too, I don't, I've got so much going on. I have a family. I, I don't have time. I can't be, I would love to be Cinderella, but I feel like I'm too old to be Cinderella now. Mm. But Brandy was a friend of hers and said, let's make Brandy be Cinderella. So they offered it to, to Brandy and she said, yes. Whitney decided I'll be the fairy godmother. That way I don't have to uh. be there a whole lot. Just a little bit of time. It cost $12 million to make. It's, yeah, it's it did. still considered one of the most expensive made-for-TV movies. Uh, and, and it now, is made-for-TV. Like, if you, you go back and watch it, there are commercial breaks, man. It, yes, like, goes black, and then it comes back. And I'm like, yes, yes. Do you, do you realize who was um, – that's the third time that they, they've done the Roger Hammerstein uh, Cinderella on TV. The original in 1957 – no and, uh, way. Guess, guess who played Cinderella? Uh, this was Julie eight Andrews. Years, yes, eight years before Sound of Music. That's the, that's the Cinderella that I watched. That I told really? we talked about and has like the horses and they just move their legs like their pieces. Oh, of yes. That's hilarious. That's the Cinderella that I, that I also watched. That is so funny. They have like so, pieces yes. of paper and their legs move back and forth. Go ahead, Hannah. You said this is on Disney Plus. This is on Disney Plus. Okay, I'm going to say this, and Hannah's probably already said She has said it at the beginning. This is my favorite Cinderella. This is the best Cinderella movie that you can watch. Absolutely. Period. I agree 100%. Even better than the one that they made just not, well, what, five or six years ago? It's, Disney. It's, I would say that it's better than that film just because this film is just so excellent and I'm a musical person. Like, if you're not a person who loves musicals, that this is a musical. Yes. And it's well acted. My here's what I wish they could have done now. Okay, what? If it were made now, this is what they would do. They would make it the same way they made like um, Les Mis, mm, where and have they them like sing it, sing it as they're doing it, because it's evident that they're lip syncing some parts. But it's well done lip syncing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, phenomenal. But I think that I would feel more emotion from Brandy if. Um, because Kills it acting, though, man. I think her acting is the weakest weak, weakest point in the movie, to be honest with you. I, is but, she an actress though, or is she a singer? Exactly. And that's the thing. She is not, this was brought up by another member of my small group, that she is not a Broadway performer. Mm-mm. So um, she she's did, a singer. She's a singer. And the songs are great. Um, that's the I, only thing I would want different. Um, she brings a sweetness to Cinderella though. Yes. Like her Cinderella I, is sweet. Yes. I think the best singing and acting characters in that movie is the wicked stepmother and the the sisters. And the sisters. Heck yes. Bernadette. No. Peters. Yeah, she Bernadette is, is the mom. Phenomenal. She is but, Broadway royalty. She yes, is. But that's queen. right. This is what she does. This and yes. it's, she, she sings Falling in Love with Love, and I'm Falling like, yes. In love with you're love. right. <laughs> Whatever you She's say. Really doing it. And the um the two uh, Wicked Stepsisters they're are great. They're so in it. good. The, they're little like "Why Would a Fella" song, and they're like pulling yeah. each other. And then one of them yes. is like, "And I put my eyelashes." I first, I put my eyelashes. 
Yes, and she's flattering her eyelashes or whatever. Like, like with a stiff wind or something. I'm like, oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, interesting thing about this is this came out in 97. This, I think, is the first production I ever remember seeing mm. with a completely diverse cast. Mm. So, um, and um, I it worked. So Whoopi Goldberg is the mom. She's the queen. She's the she's queen. She's not just mom. She's the queen, dad. Victor Graber is the dad. Big Daddy so, Warbucks is the king. And the son is Filipino. So His name's Paulo. I looked it up. Yes. Who, who, you know, and it worked. And not so, once did I, I was like, yes, this is their not family. Not once as a small child did my kids go, this doesn't make any sense. I was like, he's the prince. And he we, was really good in it. We used Rupert. To- what, what's his name? His Royal Some, Highness. Highness. Christopher, Christopher Rupert. Rupert. And then... Lindemir Vladimir. Vladimir. Carl Alexander. Herman? Herman? <laughs> Gregory James. For those of you it's who don't know... Um, I love this musical in part because it's so formative of my childhood experience and it's just so much fun to watch. And they don't make musicals like this anymore where they have like giant styrofoam cakes that Lionel is just parading through and, and everyone's Lionel doing all of is, these dances. It's Jason Ugh. Alexander, who is great in it. So Jason Alexander from Seinfeld is basically the... Um, Steward. Yes. So there's King, Queen, Prince, Lionel. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And um, so he does whatever they say, but Lionel still is, is has the good. He's a he's a good guy. Yeah, he, he cares about he, the he cares about the prince and he also cares about the king and queen too. Right. I, I love the, the this there's a scene where Bernadette Peters is trying to get her daughters to dance more with the prince. Mm-hmm. And she tries to hit on Jason Alexander's character, Lionel, and she goes, Do you feel I feel like there's nothing in between us. I feel like there's something between us. I feel like there's something between us. And he goes, oh, I wish there was something between us. A (laughs) continent. A continent. I laughed. That's so funny. (laughs) This is a movie for everyone. If your children have not seen this. Watch it. You should watch it and watch it with them. It is completely innocuous. I mean, it's, there's nothing bad about it. The music is great. Phenomenal. um, it is a Cinderella story, and it has a great ending because mm-hmm. Cinderella has a great ending. Mm-hmm. And um, go ahead, Hannah. What were you going to say? So good. It's just so good. Yes. It's um, so sweet. Whitney Houston Whit- kills it. Whitney Houston does a fantastic job. Everyone As- who sings does well, even Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg sings, sings a song. She sings like a reprise well, or a reprise, like if a, you will. Repri- like a small. She doesn't sing a song. She yeah. sings Do like you a, love her because she's wonderful? Or do you, or is she wonderful because you love her? Mm. I like that question. Yeah. The cool thing is, is that they uh, meet in the market, not knowing who each other are at yes. the beginning of the movie. And he, he likes her. I, I was watching, I was watching the, I was watching them and they like kind of look at each other and she just like a little double take, like, oh, okay. Like looks him up and down as they're like standing up and she's like shy and is like, oh no, I'm good. I got all my packages. Leave me alone. They're even her packages. They're, they're not. They're working her to a bone. But yeah. Stepsisters packages. It's the bleeping stepsisters. What? Bleeping. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was in this musical, not this yes. particular one, but in high school, I played the fairy godmother. Yes, you did. And I and lived my Whitney. We Houston had dream. an entire um, multicultural cast as well. We did. 
One of the best casting decisions for that movie, oh, which the, which got which got a lot of flack, was the Wicked Stepsisters were played by two guys. <laughs> it was awesome, uh, Sam and Chris. Yes, shout out to them. That it was totally fantastic. They were awesome. the best as the Wicked Stepsisters, and yeah. So there it was you just, go. Yeah, sweet. So sweet. So Brandy does a great job. Does a great job, job singing. I, the acting could be better. Oh, the um, acting was great. Here's the deal. If you're going to watch this, kids won't care because the music is good. I didn't even and care. You're I'm a grown up. Stuck in your head. I've had the my own little corner of the world stuck in, in the head since since Hannah said, "Hey, let's watch this." And, I was like, oh. and then followedy doodly doddly or whatever the heck she says. Oddly roll and fiddle dee dee, fiddle dee yeah. faddle dee foddle. All the dreamers in the world are poppycock and twaddle. There you go. I don't even know what that means. Or lazy in the noodle or something. Yeah. Fiddly faddly foodle. So we've been hitting the Disney movies quite hard, haven't we? A, I love them. Yeah. So it's okay. I'm fine. I'm I can't fine. believe it took P I can't believe it took them so long to bring it out. I mean, PS. I think maybe also, somebody owned it. No, this was Disney did it. Remember? They did it for Wonderful World of Disney, ABC. I don't know. Yeah. Especially and we talked about this a couple weeks ago. HBO Max just dropped. The Static Shock cartoon series. Just now? Just like last <sighs> week. Of course. Of course, right after we talked about it, they dropped it. And so we well, missed watching why. it. They, they, they were they one ju- of our six followers. And they listened <laughs> one to One of our, our five listeners called, is the, are the people who's in charge the, of HBO Max. You know it. I Unlikely. It. At, <laughs> hey, impossible things are happening everywhere. Every day. Every day, sorry. <laughs> it's, it's another song from the movie, from the musical. All right, so that's that for that. We're yeah. going to talk about a the first two issues. Um, well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the first comic book character of African descent in in mainstream comics. Yes, and that is the Black Panther. Um, we're not going to hit on the movie so much. We're just going to talk about his two appearance issues. and origin. Which took place in um, Dad's fave, Dad's favorite Fantastic comic Four, book ever. Fantastic 50, Four. Issue fifty-two and fifty-three. So this. Do you have out, them in front of you? I have them in front of me. You have issues. Shoot. You have the two in front of you. And fifty-three. That is yes. so cool. I have those. Those are um, old, Dad. Nineteen sixty-six. This dope. came out in July and August of nineteen sixty-six. Um, Hannah and I read this Hannah read this comic digitally I did um I bought this is a great comic book to to purchase if you want to purchase it I would suggest getting the hard copy if you can find it I just can't find it but it is called the Black Panther epic collection the Panther's Rage it um pulls together Fantastic Fours 52 and 53 and Jungle Action 6 to 24 which has a fantastic run in it called Black Panther versus the Klan, which was extremely controversial at the time, considered probably the first ever graphic novel. Hmm. That's cool. I didn't what, know that. That's, that's, that's basically interesting. What the, yes. And um, great run. But we're going to talk about issues 52 and 53. Yeah. Which show the introduction of uh, the Black Panther. Yeah. So, I read them digitally, like you said. It wasn't bad. Like it wasn't no. hard for me to read. Did them you read digitally. it on your? How'd you read it? On I your read it on my iPad. iPad. So could you make the pictures bigger or smaller? Um, I didn't try. 
Okay. I struggle seeing. We've had this discussion before. Yes. I downloaded the Kindle app on my computer, could not figure out how to make it bigger. I could not read this comic book mm. on my computer. Just couldn't. I ended up looking at it on my phone because I could pinch and make it bigger. You could the zoom on your bigger. phone. Mm-hmm. I could read it fine. Gotcha. I could read it fine on my iPad. First of all, colors. What did you think? I thought the colors were good. Isn't it great? That's Jack Kirby, the king. They call him the king. So this was this was drawn by Jack Kirby, written Ooh. by Stan Lee. So oh. created by, yes, um, takes place in the Fantastic Four comic book. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Anna? I, I enjoyed it. Um, Any time that a character is introduced by or like a group of people is encouraged to go to a place to like pass a test that they don't even know that they're in a test for, that's just like a pet peeve of mine. Like it's just kind of tropey mm-hmm. to me. Like why can't well, you, you know just what? say, hey, I Here's need your help? In 1966, this was new. Okay. Okay. You see what I'm so saying? So it wasn't a trope when it came out. But 54, at this 55 point, years ago. At this no. point, it's a trope. Right. Yeah. Um, so that was just kind of like, and I don't know. I think that also might just be like I, as a female, and I'm more of like a relational type of person. And so I'd rather right. just someone be set like, the, hey, the I have a problem. Will you come help me? Right. Rather than, but, hey, let's fight. And then I can decide if you're worthy of helping right. me. Let's set the stage of the story. So the story starts in New York with the Fantastic Four. They're driving a fancy new thing. That rides on magnetic waves that was Mm -hmm. created in Wakanda. Wakanda. And um, the chief of uh, Wakanda had sent his uh, emissary there to invite the Fantastic Four to come to Wakanda. And -hmm. they had given them that uh, ship, like a car to drive on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so Reed Richards is pretty much considered the smartest, one of the smartest people in the world. Yes. And he is amazed. He's like, I don't know what this technology is. This is amazing. Yeah. Yes. And let's go. We're invited. Let's go. And then, like Hannah says, they come to find out they're... It's a, it's a, it's, it's a trap. It's not, it's not a test for them. It it's is. It's a test. No, it's a test for the Black Panther. Okay. If I can defeat the Fantastic Four, then I, I am can ready... Win. Gotcha. To fight the villain. Okay. Gotcha. That's where the that's the first issue. That's issue fifty two. Gotcha. And so who's this? Who's the guy that's with the Fantastic Four? That's that that is the reason they win. The fifth guy. Yeah. So what happens in the comic book is they go to get. Hey, we're going to go to Wakanda. Let's go get Johnny. He's Johnny. at college. And so we'll get, get Johnny, Johnny and his and we'll get his roommate that sleeps all the time, who is Wyatt Wingfoot, who is. American Indian, oh, which is cool. why he talked about this tribe is different than other tribes because he's an American Indian. Oh, and I didn't realize he has, that. He has no superpowers. Yes, no, he doesn't. He's just a regular dude. They're like, like let's like bring this. Player he's type. literally just like sleeping in the back. Yeah, and he doesn't like, even wake up when the thing is there and all that kind of stuff. And they take uh, Wyatt with them. So basically, the Black Panther traps all of them with his devices. And the only way they get out is because he didn't realize, he didn't plan for Wyatt to be there, mm-hmm. the roommate, and who is a very intelligent and strong person anyway. Mm-hmm. And he uh, breaks, does he break Johnny out? Or anyway, he gets one of them loose, and then they they're able loose. to get them all loose. And They don't oh. necessarily uh, 
beat each other up or nothing. They just come to a, come to a decision that we need to stop and talk this out. And then good as they should. And then they um, get the story. The next issue gives the story with and the set claw. the claw, which people who have seen the movie know who Ulysses S. Claw is. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's the master of sound. Mm-hmm. He turns sound into matter using Wakandan technology and vibranium, which can only be found in Wakanda. Which he so stole. They set up. Basically, they set up the Black Panther. This is in 1966 now, as possibly the richest man in the world. Mm-hmm. Not only that, one of the smartest men in the world, mm-hmm. a highly technologically advanced country, mm-hmm. um, and and the heart of Africa. So it's awesome. I know. It's and with like the, there's like a red giant elephant and a gorilla the same way, but that's because it was created. It was matter created out of sound, being controlled by claw. By, by claw, correct. And those characters were trying to um, – uh, <laughs> I lost you there. I those characters, my headphones unplugged. <laughs> those uh, those uh, were sent by claw to destroy Wakanda. You come yes. to find out the, back, the background of um, Black Panther. Do you want to – what did you get from that? So his – Dad, that they were like a regular, quote unquote, air quotes, like tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the dad was like the chieftain was trying to help these people. But then they got greedy and stole stuff and then killed and the dad. Killed and then... Um, For 10 years, the Black Panther's been... Um, silent. T'Challa has been trying. Yeah. No, not in, tra- in training. He's gone mm-hmm. to all the um, the biggest uh, colleges and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, he he went to all of these like schools and like learned all of these different types of martial arts and stuff like that. And at the end, he has to end up with the help of the Fantastic Four. He They end up battling the minions from Claw and the Black Panther goes and fights Claw. Fights Claw, but he doesn't really have to fight Claw. He's like, "You forget that I'm a scientist too." And he basically has destroys his uh, his thing, his, work, his thing, his workshop, or whatever his except matter sound converter. At the very end, Claw gets inside of it. Correct, and then Claw shows back in issue fifty six of the Fantastic Four as a new villain, which I just happened fifty six, which I actually happened to have that as well. What is so, what, who, what? What? Is, what is claw. he? He's all red and everything with his That's little sonic, weird. sonic uh, arm. So, yeah. So that is the origin of Black Panther, and first introduced in 1966. That's so you, cool. And actually, the next um, African descent uh, character is the Falcon, which is introduced in 1969. Then in 1971, we get John Stewart, the Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Right. Then we get Luke Cage, which many people have seen off of the Netflix series. Yep. Um, and then in 1977, Black Lightning gets his first comic book. And guess what? Black Panther gets one the same year. You don't think that was on purpose, do you? That was on purpose because Black yeah. Lightning's DC. Right. Yeah. They I was trying to find out which one came purpose. out first. And it was Black yeah, Lightning. I don't, know. I don't know. I couldn't find out. I, but I didn't look really hard. I so. could just Google what. But now Black Panther first. was in as a was in a comic book that ran before that um, called Jungle Action, but he didn't get his own title until 1977. The Black Panther number one came out. So 
there you go. A little bit of history of the Black Panther. By the way, and we'll just mention this briefly because we all love Chadwick Boseman as the Black Panther in the mm-hmm. movies. I don't know if you know this or not, but they had already recorded him for the 2021 What If cartoon. I did not he know that. voices the Black Panther in the 2021, the cartoon coming out, That's What If sweet. cartoon coming out. Yeah, it was already recorded. So there you go. That's it for an, our character profile and comic book of a week. And That's now fun. I want to spoilers. First of all, share our share share the uh, subscribe, share all that kind of stuff. Yes, we want more than just the HBO Max people listening to our podcast. You're funny, okay. Dad. The HBO now, Max spoilers. People. Spoilers, spoilers, WandaVision, spoilers, spoilers. Ready? Episode seven and down. It's been Agatha all along. It's been ruining everything. everything. It's been Agatha, Agatha all, along. all along. Dad, it's, do you know why that song bops so much? It's like the monsters, like do you, you know, said. But do you know who wrote it? No, who? Um, Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez, the people that, that write the Frozen musicals. Are you serious? The people who have been writing every theme song for WandaVision and all of the music in WandaVision. Is that from Frozen? Oh, are the people no. who wrote the Frozen songs. It all goes back to Frozen. I'm going to have to tell the people Frozen in my Frozen is the best. <laughs> I love Frozen the most. By the way, I had a friend text me at... 6.50 in the morning on Friday. Saying, <laughs> 6.50 in the morning on Friday. Todd, do you have issue 94 of the Fantastic Four? Because it's doubled overnight. And I was like, uh, I had to go check my list. I was like, yeah, I have it. It's the first appearance of Agatha Harkness. Woo! And so it went from like $25 to $45. Today I saw one selling for $150. You bougie. So, craziness. But yes, um, Agatha Harkness was introduced in the Fantastic Four as a babysitter for Franklin Richards. That is not good. She is a babysitter. Oh, no. She's also was the babysitter for Billy and Tommy. My eyeballs the, have gotten so big. She she the, literally says, I bit a kid once. Yeah, I bit a kid once. I know. I bit a kid once. All if right, you so. If you listen. Okay. So, Dad, TikTok. Again, coming in clutch. With the you things we need to me, know. You sent me that flipping TikTok thing. I sent you so many TikToks about this. It's phenomenal. Um, there is, um, like, when 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 Wanda is, like, so this was more of, like, um, a 2000s, like, office yes. type vibe. Yes. Modern Family, they said. Yeah, Modern yes. Family. The intro music was literally the office music. I didn't pay attention. I'll have to listen. You should to go it. back and listen to it. It is like 100% almost office. exactly the office music. But it is like a mockumentary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, yeah, 100%. What were you saying? TikTok. Um, so, that was the thing you were so, 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 Case of the a person, a person asked her a question. Yes, yes, and it yes, sounded yes. like a man. Uh-huh. If you go back and like someone took it and put it in an auto tuner and took mm-hmm. it up an octave, and it really was Agatha. Agatha Harkness. Oh, by the way, my friends say that now what we should do is we should take the first syllable of our first name and the last syllable of our last name, and that should be our name. Like Agatha Harkness is Agnes, so my name would be Toner. 
What would my name be? <laughs> Hanner? Hanner. That's awful. <laughs> that is awful. Hanner and Toner. Nice I name. hate it. Although Hard Todd pass. is one syllable. It'd be Totter. What's up, Totter? Hate it. Yeah. So um, a lot happened in this episode. You basically see Photon. Fo- she she is Photon. Electromagnetic waves. She's 100% so she, Photon. Right. She is 100% Photon. Monica. Um, yes. Monica. And, she is Photon uh, now. There is a mid-scene, mid-credit scene. So... I heard a thing that I needed to... So there is a couple things TikTok told me as well. One... Uh, Dad, stop. This is talk. interesting. Is that... We didn't have mid credit scenes until the 2000s. Gotcha. So that's which is why, why there's a two th- that's why there's a mid credit scene in this okay. one. Another one is apparently the way that we receive television changed um, in the 2000s, and in 2009 it was no longer antenna waves like the bunny ears. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. digital. Correct. And so that could be why they're not in the outside finding it in the bunny ears. They Got could you. still be broadcasting, but the broadcast could now be it's digital, digital. Got instead you. of on the button. But now that Darcy's in the hex, it doesn't matter because she's the one who's handling that. Mm-hmm. So we still haven't seen who her friend is. Who We don't know who her friend is. Some people it, believe it's the Blue Marvel. Have you heard of that character? I haven't. Who's that? Yeah, you would have to look that up. Blue Marvel is a, um, uh, a friend of hers that I think she had a relationship. Um, he mm. um, is another... Uh, character that was that came out after during that period when I didn't collect comic books. So, um, but the Darkhold book that they talk of that was in hate uh, it. Um, people believe that's their Darkhold. Some people thought it was the Necronomicon, which is out of. But I don't believe that's. Oh, I hope it's not the Necronomicon. No, I think it's. Oh, the I hope that's not it. Which has ties to Blade, the Vampire Hunter, um, mm. Agents of Shield. Had it. Um, it was in a TV show called The Runaways. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember The Runaways. I didn't watch it, but I know what you're talking about. So, um, yeah. Did you notice? Okay, so a big thing that happens in this TV show is perspective change. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yes, I know what you're talking like about. Like the bars on top? Correct. When she went into the basement, mm-hmm. the perspective went The perspective went from TV to real life. Gotcha. Which so from... Some people think that when the, the basement, Agatha's basement, is, life. is outside of the hex. Got you. Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. Because like when you're in the hex, it's like full screen like it's a TV. But when you're outside of the hex, it has the bars on top. So I read where sense? the character who plays Monica Rambeau, yeah, Rambo said that the ending is sad. <sighs> but the whole show's been sad. So really, in a way, it's sad. Darcy coming um, in clutch, though, man. Yes. Very funny that she was the escape artist. That was hysterical. I knew. I was like, what's she going to be chained to? I didn't know what she was going to be chained to. And she was chained to a car. Yes, that hysterical. was funny. And uh, so... And Vision, are you yeah, our new basically, clown? Are you a clown? But basically, she was there just so that she could tell Vision the why. He's, well, he's really I've, heard, I've heard some fan theories that she is going to turn... Like, there's apparently... Vision has a best friend who's a woman who's... Like helping no him and stuff is. like that. No clue. No idea. Don't know anything about that. Never mind. Anyway, I'm totally lost. So <sighs> I'm on the ride. There's theories abound. Um, I'm still not 100% convinced that Agatha Harkness is the bad, is the villain. I don't Because she's think... not really a villain in Marvel lore. But neither were, well, the Kree are. The Kree, but so are the scrolls. So there's also some fan theories. Who's that... Ralph? That the mailman 
might what? be Ralph. Because no, the mailman no only has talking has only talked to Agatha. Gotcha. And followed them. Gotcha. In this episode. But now we know that the dude wants the weapon. That's all he wants. He wants vision as a weapon. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. his name? Hayward? Hoff- Hayward. And uh, Wu, Agent Wu, coming in clutch. By the way, I'm, I'm trying to learn how to do that magic trick where I flip the card out. Because um, I went down that rabbit hole. There's a guy showing how to do it on uh, YouTube. Good for you, Dad. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That's so funny. But okay. Perfect. There we go. That's all I've got. Yeah, I can't that's wait all I've to got see too. We, got, we got two more. Two more episodes, episodes. and they're supposed to be an hour long. All right, I'm I'm here for this it. This one was an hour long, quote unquote, but it was like 30 minutes of like actual stuff for us to watch. Gotcha. Like it wasn't okay. the subtitles I'm ready last for forever. the big. We still haven't got the big reveal of who the, who's coming. The big. Mm-mm. So I'm I'm I can't wait. I'm afraid it's. I hope it's not like the flipping Luke Skywalker thing at the end of Force Awakens, where you getting where you just get. To, I think it might be Doctor Strange because there were some other fan theories about. That's too obvious. Doctor Strange is trying to contact her. It's too obvious. Doctor Strange is too obvious. It's got to be somebody else. Well, it could be Kim Possible's dad. No, her dad was a brain surgeon. Her mom was a rocket scientist. Yeah. It could be a Kim it's Possible's mom. It's not brain mom. surgery. Yeah. It's not rocket Isn't that science. funny that Kim Possible's mom and dad, one was a brain surgeon and one was a rocket scientist? Phenomenal. Anyway. Okay. Thank you thank so much you for peeps. listening, sweet friends. Absolutely. End Check roll. us out. Um, our lovely... Um, art is created by Nathan Dean Turner. He made it in Microsoft Paint. Thanks for doing that. Our intro Absolutely. music is created by Brockwell Nason. Hey, he just check released a cover Spotify. of um, Driver's License, and it bops. So you should check it out on Spotify, Spotify. Apple Music, wherever it is that you listen. Um, our research is done by yours truly, as well as Papa. Papa! Papa! Uh, Papa. My sweet dad. Um, we're thankful for you. Thanks for hanging Absolutely. with us, pals. We are on Apple, Amazon, Google, Spotify, Podbean. Share it. Get us out there, yo. Yeah. So that it doesn't matter. You don't have to share it. We're going to keep doing this anyway. Woo-woo. Well, we are thankful for you. Have a great day, internet friends. All right. Talk to you later, Gator.